Hi everyone and welcome back to the Facts or Facts podcast. Today is July 30th and I know I've missed a few uploads. It's been a little crazy for me lately. So I wanted to get back to our series on dynamic duos. Today I want to talk about the 76ers with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid because this has been a fascinating duo for a while. And honestly, moving forward, we're just going to play the if game because that's what this duo is. They're just a big game of ifs. Can Joel Embiid stay healthy? Can Ben Simmons develop a jumper? Because let's be honest, if he can't develop a jumper, they're not winning a championship. They aren't. And I know some people will say, well, Magic never had a jumper and they won. Okay, well, if if Joel Embiid t- turns into Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then sure, let me know. Or if Ben Simmons turns into a guy who's going to average 25, 10, and 10, then you let me know. And he can average 25, 10, and 10. The problem is, is in the playoffs when the game slows down and you can pack the paint against really good teams, he's going to have a hard time. I mean, he's going to have a hard time winning championships like that. It doesn't mean that he can't. It just means he's going to have a hard time. And everybody keeps saying, well, if Ben Simmons develops a jumper, well, sure, if Ben Simmons develops a jumper. I mean, if LeBron James decides to play defense for an entire season, what does that mean? I mean, (laughs) we can keep playing the what ifs or, well, you know, if this happens, we can do that with so many players in the NBA. We could have done that with so many players that have played in the NBA. The reality is, it's where is the player now? What do they have going for them now? And right now, the things that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons have going for them is that they're both young, they both can still develop their games, and they both can learn to play the game a little bit differently, which means Joel Embiid needs to spend more time down on the block. Ben Simmons needs to learn how to shoot a 15 to 18 foot jumper. He doesn't need to be able to shoot from three. I think that's the big problem in today's NBA with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and a lot of these other guys that are that are kind of transforming the NBA now. It started with Steph, really. But now you have a lot of guys that say, well, <clears throat> if he can't shoot threes, he can't stress the floor. That's not true at all. If Ben Simmons could shoot an 18 foot jump shot accurately off the bounce or even when he catches and shoots it, he would be able to stretch the floor. You don't have to be able to, shooting a three is not the only way to stretch the floor. If you could shoot a mid-range jump shot, which is where he should start from, that's stretching the floor enough. The The difference is, is that right now he can't make any of those. And I know some people will post videos on Twitter or wherever else of him playing with a bunch of guys in pickup games. The reality is there's no pressure in those games. There's no pressure playing in a gym in the summer. There's a lot of pressure in March and April and May, if he makes it that far, of hitting those jumpers. And that's when the that's when the muscles tense up. It's when the brain gets a little fuzzy and he starts thinking about it too much. And that's when the jumpers, he either A, doesn't take them or B, misses them. And if you don't have that confidence going in, you're not going to keep taking those jump shots. The reality is he doesn't have to take threes. Everybody keeps talking about, well, he has to develop a a three-point game. He doesn't. Some people keep talking about he has to develop a jumper in general, and that's the reality. He has to develop a jump shot. And some people will point to games that he's had that are good games, but the reality is he has a lot of games that 
put up good numbers. But the question is, did were they able to get over the hump last year of the Raptors? Because they had a better squad than the Raptors. They did. And some people will pull, point to Joel Embiid. Okay, well, and that's the next one. Joel Embiid, can he stay healthy? Like, can he stay healthy for one season? Because I'll, I'll, he looked tired in the playoffs. Him not playing, having those injuries early in his career. He's still early in his career. But then having limited minutes now for a couple of years has really affected his ability to play in the postseason longer minutes because in the postseason you go from having a nine or ten or even 11 man rotation down down to seven or eight man rotations where you have one or two guards come in for the guards and you have one big guy swap in and out for the entire game that's the whole rotation and Joel Embiid looked gassed and when he wasn't gassed he was sick and I'm not saying well he, he you know Sickness doesn't happen because if you eat something wrong and you get sick, that's one thing. But he just looked gassed in the playoffs last year. At times he looked tired. And the reality is, is when he's tired, can Ben Simmons pick it up? I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, so I go back to when Kareem got when Kareem was out of the finals, Magic stepped up and carried them to a win, scored 41 points. When Shaq got hurt early, uh, when Shaq was fouled out against the Pacers, guess who stepped up in the next game? Kobe Bryant stepped up and carried them to a win. So the question is, can Ben Simmons carry that team to a win? And in my opinion, he can't. And Tobias Harris is the guy who got the big contract. So you're saying, well, why isn't he part of the big two? Why isn't he part of that dynamic duo? And listen, Tobias Harris might be their best perimeter player ahead of Ben Simmons. And Tobias Harris can do more than Ben Simmons offensively. Ben Simmons is great at passing the ball. He can run the break really well. In the half court, though, Tobias Harris is better because he can score from all three ranges, I think. I don't think he's very good in the post, I will say that. But I think he, I know that he shoots the three better, obviously. I know he has a mid-range game that's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. And... His offensive ability to stretch the floor a little bit is going to help them. Now, I don't think the 76ers are poised to make a run this year. I know a lot, some people are picking them to either go deep or to make the finals. I don't think they go past the Bucks. I don't I, – I, I mean, Houston uh, – not Houston. Boston is the big, mysterious Eastern Conference team to me because I think it's a three-team race right now between Boston 76ers and the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Bucks have the biggest lead because of their experience. I know they lost Malcolm Brogdon. I get that. But honestly, in the playoffs last year, he was hurt for a while and then he came back. So, and he didn't help them beat the Raptors. So, you know, will they miss him? Yes, obviously he's a good player and he's going to be a really good player in a couple of years. But it comes down to the Bucks, who I think are the favorites right now, and then the 76ers in Boston. And Boston, in my mind, might have a better roster. I mean, listen, Al Horford's a great piece. But the reality is, are you going to play Al Horford with Joel Embiid? I mean, you can because, listen, Al Horford is not bad at three-point shooting. But the reality is you're going to be able to sag off Ben Simmons so much that it might really suffocate the lane a little bit. So... The 76ers are interesting. Boston is interesting. And I think the dynamic duo in in Philadelphia is something that can go one of two ways. Either they can go into mediocrity because, listen, they're not going to be bad. They're going to be good. 
So the reality is, are they going to be the next Shaq and Kobe or Magic and Kareem or whatever dynamic duo you want to say in the past? Or are they going to be the next, you know, they make the they make the playoffs every year. They make a decent run. They never amount to a championship because the reality is if they don't win a championship together ever, they're not going to be a great dynamic duo. Nobody's going to really remember them as this top tier dynamic duo because the reality is the NBA is all about winning. And if you have somebody else to help you win and you can't get it done, that looks bad. Now, when you're trying to do it by yourself, you get a little bit of slack, which is why, you know, Stockton and Malone had it rough because they could never get over the hump. You know, that might actually be a really good pair to to compare Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to. They're going to be a really good dynamic duo. But the question is, can they ever get over the hump of winning a championship? And they're both really young. So I know this is kind of like far out. But the reality is Steph and Clay were able to get it done early. And you're going to say, well, they had Draymond Green. Okay, well, now they have Tobias Harris. In this past year, they had J.J. Redick, who was a great shooter. They had Tobias Harris. They had Jimmy Butler. They still couldn't get it done. And let's be honest, J, uh, Jimmy Butler was the one that was carrying them in that, those playoffs. When they were struggling against the Raptors, who had the ball in their hands doing a lot of the work? It was Jimmy Butler, not Ben Simmons. Now, Ben Simmons can give you 10 rebounds and 10 assists. The question is, can he give you 20 points every game? Because I think that's what you're going to need. Because they lost J.J. Redick. They lost Jimmy Butler. That's a lot of offense out the door. And that's a lot of shooting out the door. Which is going to crowd the paint even more for Ben Simmons. If they don't go find some shooters. So the 76ers, I think, are going to actually take a step backwards this year. I think it's going to allow that team to kind of go one of two ways. Either flourish or kind of tank a little bit. I th- I, I'm hoping that they flourish because I don't want to see anybody actually do poorly. I want to see them get better. I want to, I mean, I'm a fan, right, of the NBA. So I want these teams to get better because I want to see what they become. So I want them to get better. I just, I don't know how much better Ben Simmons is going to be. And if he doesn't develop a jumper, I mean, really how good is that team going to be? Because that team's only going to go as far as Ben Simmons allows them to go. Joel Embiid, if he starts playing inside more and he starts really taking that defensive stance, continually, continually, you know, be the 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 centerpiece in the middle, they could be pretty good, and they're going to be good defensively. The question is just how good are they going to be offensively? And I think Joel Embiid's going to have to start carrying more of that load, maybe up his points per game to twenty seven or twenty eight points per game at least otherwise i just don't see them being very competitive in the playoffs against the better teams so hope you guys enjoyed i'm going to try and do a couple of these podcasts and get them out kind of rapidly there's a couple that i want to get to on the nfl so i want to finish up by my dynamic duos i'm going to do golden state and i'm going to end up doing the nets because um, i want to talk about the injuries and i want to talk about how those pieces fit together so hope you guys enjoyed subscribe if you guys can leave any questions if you guys have and i will talk to you guys next time